Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Well, what what day is it? It's uh, Today is Tuesday. It's all day. Valentine's Day. It's a oh, uh, day for Did you, for, did you for get lovers. her candy? Uh, we didn't do candy because we're, you know, we're into nutrition and stuff like that. So, But I did do a little nice thing for my wife. So, you know. That's nice. Bouquet of broccoli, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was in the refrigerator. It was close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it had been sitting there. You may as well put it That's to use. It. You know, we're trying to throw it out. <laughs> Bouquet of broccoli. <laughs> anyway, uh, you got to laugh, though, in these in these times, don't you? Because, I mean, everything is so, so strange. Uh, they're, they're still avoiding the, the balloon story. President Biden has done what he always does when faced with a crisis, He's gone off and hid. <laughs> he has not addressed the nation. He he's is not, pretty good about that, hiding from everything, because yeah. he hasn't figured out the words to mumble yet. But yeah. he will. Well, you know, Justin Trudeau came right out the day before yesterday and yeah. said, had a national uh, tele- uh, televised uh, press conference where he said he saw some uh, un- unidentified flying object and he ordered it taken down. He made it look like he was the hero. So, uh, of course, Biden just uh, hopped on an airplane, and I think he's, someone said he's at Camp David hiding, but uh, I don't know where he is. Maybe he's back at the White House now, but we haven't seen him address the issue. So I don't think he knows what to do or say, because I don't think he actually knows what's going on. Is it a balloon? Is it a yeah. UFO? Is it a foreign nation's new type of flying machine? Who the hell knows? Joe doesn't know. He's never had a clue, and apparently our generals don't have a clue. As a matter of fact, our radar is so sophisticated, they can't even spot And, you know, the good thing is that his press secretary, uh, what's her name? Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre. What's her name? Karine Jean-Pierre. Let's just say KJP for short. Uh, There you go. She knows exactly what's going on. Exactly does. And she was able to articulate it in a most eloquent form listen why is why is the american military shooting something out of the sky over canada because it's part of a norad there is a the norad is part of like a part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition a consortium exactly and so that's why we were able to do that again we didn't do it on our own we did right. it in in uh in uh clearly in in in, in, in step with uh, right. canada oh uh, 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 yes i've been to canada have you been to canada at all yes Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, I went there for the TV filming of uh, Sing Along with Mitch. That was the time when the bouncing ball got loose and went all over the place. They lost the bouncing ball. (laughs) (laughs) I think she found it. (laughs) Uh, She says in in that uh, answer, she says, to be clear, and I'm thinking, that's the least thing she's being in this answer, to be clear. Uh, They did say in one of the press conferences, and this is good news, that uh, it is not an alien spacecraft. They didn't shoot down aliens, you know. Without so objection, so ordered. So, so you, I didn't know where that came from. Excuse me, that was a little, little uh, full mistake. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, what I meant to say was, it wasn't an alien aircraft, you know. But what was it? Uh, Matt Gates and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Tim uh, Burchett? Well, they say that the, the government must have UFOs. They... they We've had them now for a while. Well, some people say that in 2024, there's going to be a fake 
uh, attack on the U.S. by aliens, and it's going to make us all join together under one global government. This is what they're saying. Yes, we're going to have one global government to fight the enemy, which is coming from somewhere out there. (laughs) Who will be the supreme leader of the world? I don't know. Probably Bill Gates. You know. (laughs) Well, I don't know. She played it on Star. uh, What was it? uh, uh, Star Trek. Dynasty or uh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, you're you're thinking Uh, Abrams. Yeah, Stacey Abrams. She was she's the president of the galaxy or universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's probably up for that role there. I think she. I I don't think the qualifications or anything, but you know, uh, having SAG based upon her past record, though, she would probably lose that election too. (laughs) Most likely, and uh, yeah, then the fix was is Trump's fault. You see, you see where. Bill Gates said in an interview with uh, Handelsblatt, which is a German news media outlet, he mm-hmm. said uh, that artificial intelligence can be used to help solve, quote, digital misinformation and political polarization problems. Uh, think about that for a second. He makes it sound like the answer is computers. The AI, artificial intelligence, can fix digital misinformation, and political polarization. That means that it can lie. It can lie to you. It has a, uh, uh, they have an algorithm they can put together and they can put out the news exactly as they want it to be and the it will be consistent because it's being done by artificial intelligence. There'll be no faux pas, as they would say, you know. So in the future, you don't know, you don't even know who to believe, but now you won't even know what to believe because <laughs> it's all a lie. You know what's crazy though? I have to tell you, I have one of those gadgets in my my studio here. Yeah. I'm, I'm afraid to say the name of the gadget because it will start talking to me. You know, but it's the oh, yeah, it's I have the one of those it's, too. The, it's the one that sounds like a woman with yeah. and her her name starts with an A, and after Mine starts a while, with a Z. Yeah, but you changed her name. You gave her that name. You're this damn is, right, I did. This is the one that came from the company, the name. I've, and I've been consistent with it. And what happens is, after a while, you start to believe it's really there. It's really a person. It's really interested in your life. You start having conversations with a darn computer. <laughs> and that's what they want you to do. And you know it's gathering oh, information all the time on you. So whatever well, you ask it, it, it answers. Seriously, my life has got to be bored as can be. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, I'm listening to Jim Harrington all the time, but all of his personal stuff. And sheesh. <laughs> the, yeah. only, the only computer that needs a vacation, you know. Well, you're talking to the king of boring, the king of nothing. <laughs> yeah, hi, that's me. Anyway, um, so in, in in a serious note, and this is something which I don't understand why it isn't the biggest story uh, in the United States right now. They had a major train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Now, let me explain to a lot of people who don't know where that is. It's in northeastern Ohio, it's actually north-central Ohio. It's not really uh, as far north as Erie. It's up. It's not too far from Youngstown. It's maybe a half an hour, 45 minutes from Youngstown, south of Youngstown, Ohio. And it's only about 55 miles 
to the northwest of Pittsburgh, which is a major city in the United States. And if you look at the wind currents in, you know, on the weather charts and stuff like that, Pittsburgh's weather, a lot of its weather comes down from Lake Erie from Cleveland, and it'll come down, especially in the wintertime, it'll come down through central Ohio and into the Pittsburgh area, and then it swings uh-huh. up. It gets down to, like, West Virginia, and it swings back up and heads to the north. It, it, it makes a swoop, you know? Yeah. So I only mention this for one reason. If you've seen the pictures, and if you haven't seen the pictures, I would suggest you go out and take a look. They had an intentional burn of the uh, the what, what's it called uh, the, the the vinyl chloride vinyl chloride yes thank you the vinyl chloride that was on the train and a nuclear explosion doesn't have a smaller uh, it, I mean it was a Footprint. massive massive plume of smoke. It had to go uh, a mile into the sky. It was so bad, Bill, it darkened the sky over uh, East Palestine. It looked like the wet, it was nighttime. Oh, yeah, you could see it probably from Cranberry and uh, Butler. Which These are all towns to for, for people who aren't around uh, western Pennsylvania. Cranberry and Butler are towns in western Pennsylvania, not too far from Suburbs, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. And... Um, I, the the thing is, when they told the residents, okay, we've had the burn, that was yesterday, now come on back home, everything's fine. That's nonsense. That hey, is Fisher rid- dying. Yes. Uh, uh, there's, there's all kinds of animals that are dying in the area. And when water hits uh, uh, or electricity sparks, mm-hmm. uh, the, the vinyl chloride, you know, you get this. I forget what it's, it's called. called but it's, I think it's called phosgene. Uh, phos- yeah. What happens is it's a it's a byproduct of burned uh, vinyl chloride, and they right. they said that they used it in World War One uh, as a gas against the enemy, against the Germans. Uh, it was yeah. it was a poison. It still highly is. toxic poison can yeah. kill you pretty much. Uh, Right on the spot, but it, it, it contaminates the ground and everything around it. So essentially what they did, whether they did it intentionally or unbeknownst to them, they nuked. They yeah. did the equivalent of nuking a not just a small town, but a pretty good area there Yeah, in uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, which, you know, that would cover, uh, well, Cranberry. Uh, you got Pittsburgh. Uh, oh, Mr. Belvedere, uh, Beaver Falls. That's yeah. up there, too. Pitts, P- Pittsburgh. Is yeah. right in the line of fire. Um, now, you know, some of the people won't suffer the effects right away, but they will have some severe liver problems that uh, will take their life uh, in the not too distant future. If people aren't have never been to East Palestine, Ohio, a lot of people haven't. Uh, let me give you a little thumbnail of it. It's it's a small. Uh, industrial, uh, middle-class town. Uh, it is very similar. If you live in Massachusetts, for example, it's kind of like a Fall River or New Bedford or a Worcester or something like that. It's a smaller town. And right. uh, the people are the salt of the earth. They are the Americans who get up in the morning and go to the, the plants or go to the mines, uh, and they, they do the hard labor, and they're really... They're really uh, solid Americans. 
they shouldn't be going through this right now. And of course, the Secretary of Transportation in the United States uh, did the absolute uh, expected thing of him. He he mentioned nothing about this this disaster. He went and spoke about racial inequity in construction, racial mm-hmm. inequity in the construction industry. That's what he talked about. This guy is a waste of space. You know, they called him uh, the, what do they call him? Pothole Pete from South yeah. Bend, Indiana. He couldn't fix the pothole problems, and that's probably the most basic thing for anybody to fix in the transportation area, you know? Well, what Mr. Pothole did say, he says that white construction workers are taking jobs from communities of color. So if that's the case, you know, Mr. Pothole, uh, then that means that um, in communities that are white, uh, we should have white people doing the construction there. You're saying people of color shouldn't be building those homes? Or, Or are you saying... It should be people of color building everything, and white man, get the hell out of here. Yeah, you're you're not wanted. What what are you saying exactly, Pete? Because it sounds to me like you're dividing the races. That's that's you know, all. That, that sounds very divi- divisive. That's all I, the I left seems it, to be good at, Bill. They all they they seem to be good at dividing people and not uniting people. Look, I don't care if you're a person of color, uh, and that includes black, white. Asian, whatever, you know, if you, if your chosen profession is construction, you're hired on your merit. And that's exactly it. If you, if you can, if you can swing a hammer, you know, you can cut wood, uh, you can sit there and, uh, you know, joist up the beams to sit there and, uh, you know, get the roof on, or maybe, maybe you can sit there and uh, do the drywall and put the mud up on, sand it down and you know, prep the walls for paint, whatever, or electric, you know, hey, we need construction people. We do have to rebuild. Things. You know, you hear from the left about the environment. You hear about air pollution, air air this, air that, uh, ecology. You hear all this huggy-feely nature stuff. And then their answer to this rail problem is to go into a community, a, 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 a pretty well-lived, you know, solid community, and light the remnants of these, uh, you know, the the byproduct of this accident, light it on fire. The mushroom cloud was the most enormous thing I've seen in in a long time. It was it, it was like they set off a nuclear bomb in East Palestine. It was amazing. I'm thinking, and they're trying to tell you and I that everything is okay. Don't worry about it. It dissipates quickly. It dissipates quickly. Yeah, bull loney. <laughs> and I, I had to hold myself back from saying what I really wanted to say. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think I know what you were trying to say. And you're right. Bull is exactly the way you should have said it. Yes. So, uh, that um, cloud, that's, that soot from that uh, mushroom cloud, it's all over western Pennsylvania right now. I don't care what anybody says. And probably West Virginia and definitely parts of Ohio, too. Yeah, you know, and it's amazing because years ago when we were stupid, uh, you'd go to L.A. and you saw that big cloud that hung over the city. You'd go to Pittsburgh right. and you'd look at the Mon uh, River or, yeah. you know, uh, the Allegheny. And because of all the steel mills and all the crap that was being dumped into the river, it was just terrible. See dead fish you know? there too, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it was a problem. 
uh, Lake Erie. There was a time you could set the damn thing on fire yeah. with a match, you know. But we've cleaned things up. We live in a cleaner environment today than we did when Joe was first trying to run for president. Well, he's president now, and we see where the things are going again. You know, I mean, this guy... <laughs> They talked to. I, I, a, I don't want to blame this all on Joe. I mean, this this is stupidity. They talked um, to a lady yesterday from capitalized East, from East uh, Palestine, and she said, "They said it's okay to go back, but I have a small child, and I will never go back to my my house." And I and the guy said, well, "What do you mean you, you, you forever?" She said, "I had someone come by and do an air quality test before I went back, and while." The air was okay when there was no movement, no cars. She says, I don't live too far from the railroad tracks. And when a train went by, and I guess they got trains moving again because that was their number one goal, to clear out the wreck so that it gets train moving, get, yeah. Because it's, time is money, you know. She said, as soon as another train went by, I had them do a an air quality test as the train was going by. And because of the movement, it moved the air it became incredibly poisonous again. So it's well, whatever it is is on the ground, and when there's air, you know, that when the when the, the air kicks up, it makes the area dangerous. It gets in the airstream, it gets in the leaves, gets in the trees. The yeah. insects carry it, the birds carry it, and when it rains, it gets into the groundwater. So I don't know. I don't know how they think that the people are just going to go back to their houses and carry on as normal. I guess some people will have to because they have no other place to go, and and that's that's a tragedy. That's awful. What happened to Three Mile Island when they had all the problems here? They ended up having to close down the town. Right. You still can't go. How there. about how about that town up in Buffalo? Yeah. Remember the town in Buffalo? I'm trying to think of what it was called. I forgot it. But it was a, a it was a uh, an area of Love Canal, Love Canal, yeah. yes, the Love Canal area in Buffalo, and it was poisoned. It was poisoned so bad they had to abandon the area, and they they ended up buying the government bought the homes from the people who lived in the area, so they could go resettle someplace else. And I think they tore the houses down, and I think it's still abandoned to this day. Yeah, usually they what they do is they level the town, they demolish it all, uh, unless there are people that are holdouts. Like here in Pennsylvania, you got Centralia. Right. Back in the '60s, you had the uh, the, what, the anthrite, the coal mines, and I guess. Well, that was, was a big deal. Of, a lot of people don't remember what that was. You might want to refresh what Centralia was all about. Yeah, they they were a coal city, but there's a big, big, big vein that goes right under that city, and pretty much connects through a lot of Pennsylvania. It caught on fire. And it was, uh, uh, I guess they had some kind of trash fire or something. Yeah. And they just, they started another fire to try to meet it. <laughs> and the, and well, it, the fire got was. into the coal mine yeah. and caught all that coal on fire. So Centralia, they ended up, I think there were 10 families that still lived there. The church actually went and built up on the hill on the mountain, but the government took over all when the people moved out. Yeah. They took over all of the homes by eminent domain, and they bulldozed them down. Now, you can still go through parts of Centralia yeah. because that coal is burning through, and you will see sinkholes. You could be walking along, and all of a sudden the ground will give out under you, and smoke is rising, and you better hope the ground doesn't swallow you up because you're going to go down and think you just went to hell. 
You know yeah. that. Uh, that the you, thing is, it's a, it's a self perpetuating fire. It, yeah. it is it is a it is a uh, a seam of coal, and it's on fire. How do you put that out? I mean, there's there's fuel there for centuries. Uh, yeah. it, it'll keep going forever. So uh, the people couldn't move back. Their houses were burning up. There, like Bill said, there were sinkholes all over the place. You can go back there today and see in some areas the old main roads and stuff like that uh, that are covered up now with with overgrowth from uh, the weeds that have grown. It was once a, a, a thriving little community. I say thriving. It was a mining town and everybody was working. So yeah. it wasn't I mean, a bad... Now, right down the road, there's Ashland. That's fine. People kind of moved there and there's a... I don't know what the industry is. There, I have no idea. I've never gone there. And at one time I thought, oh, it'd be cool to say, hey, we're going to hell this weekend and go to Centralia. But <laughs> yeah. then I thought, you know, it would be my luck. I'd uh, go drive the, you know, lose your the car. Silverado out and drive into a sinkhole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, or the ground would give out, you know, just say, oh, here comes Bill. So you have all of this, all of this soot over East Palestine. It's covered the whole area. They said, mm-hmm. they said to the residents, look, go back to your house. And take some uh, bleach, you know, kind of water it down a bit. Take some bleach and wash everything. Wipe everything you're going to touch. The doors, wash your sheets, uh, do your floors, you know, get a, make sure they're good and clean. Anything that you might touch because there might be some of this soot on it. Might be mm-hmm. some of the I mean, how can they possibly expect people to go back? And by the way, would you want to live in a house that's all... <laughs> Smells like bleach. I mean, come on. Um, these are these are people who shouldn't be going through this right now. I, w- the, the rail company owes these people uh, some money. I would think for ch- for ruining their lives. There's going to be lawsuits. I would imagine they think they said Norfolk Southern was the railroad. I I got a feeling they're going to be seeing some lawyers very very soon. Oh yeah, they will. And what are you going to do about it? I mean, they they'll they'll find a way to cut their. The only people that will make the money are the attorneys. By the way, yeah, uh, you do a class action suit. There might you might hear about this multi million or billion dollar settlement, and then by the time they do the payouts and the attorneys take well, forty, fifty, sixty percent of it, and then the rest gets divided amongst the people. You know, hey, here's my settlement. They're, $15? Yeah, you know, right. It'll be something stupid. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with this right now, with this uh, tragedy in uh, East Palestine. And I also, I gotta, I'm got a little concerned because I'm downwind of it. I know it's 50 miles, but 50 miles by air isn't a heck of a lot. And uh, it's, it's a little disconcerting. I mean, by the time it gets to me, it'll be dissipated so you won't see the, 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 the plume, but the remnants may still be in the air, and that's yeah. that's concerning. Um, anyway, another thing that uh, I thought was interesting, another big story from yesterday was the U.S. Uh, Department of State issued a top-level travel advisory. There's a lot of news out there, a lot of yeah. a lot of little nuggets of of news that are are really kind of important, and they're just throwing it out there. You wonder, are we being distracted? Uh, the U.S. Department of State issued a top-level travel advisory for Americans in Russia. The Biden regime warned all U.S. citizens to leave the country 
immediately. What do they know that uh, they're not telling us? Leave the country immediately. If you're in Russia right now, they're telling their embassy officials to get out. How is that? Yeah, get the hell out. Yeah. yeah. The last time that happened was Afghanistan, uh, which we left all that hardware behind. Yeah. This is a little bit more complex. There's two things going on. you got the Ukraine war, and I guess Russia is mounting this big buildup right there yeah. now yeah. Uh, and getting ready to go in. So rockets will fly and hit Russia, and they think that they'll basically grab American citizens and use them as shields or barter pieces. I don't know. There's one more thing, too, and that's uh, the, the uh, Nordic Stream is uh, back in the news, and it's pretty obvious that Joe ordered the hit on that stream, and that we did it, yeah, which is an pipeline. act of war against the nuclear power. Yeah. Um, and uh, common people are sitting there going, he should be impeached immediately over that. Think about it, folks. How would we feel if the Russians sent uh, a special uh, forces team into Alaska and destroyed our pipeline? I'm just saying. How would we feel about that? Now, they build this massive pipeline, Nord Stream 1, Nord Stream 2, it come, and it, it literally feeds all most of the fuel into uh, Germany. And right. we decide to bring it down. And by the way, we were proud of it. Uh, one of his, uh, one of the, one of the spokespeople, I guess, with the Department of State, uh, Victoria Nuland, uh, uh, she, uh, she was very proud of bringing down that pipeline. Listen. Senator Cruz, uh, like you, I am, and I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. You hear that? Very proud mm -hmm. that Nord Stream is a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. Who the heck are these people? Think about it for a second. They're putting your family's life in jeopardy, my family's life in jeopardy. Who the hell are they? Victoria Newland, who are they? What is she doing? I'm glad it's a hunk of metal. You know, Biden was saying he was bragging before it happened that if that he might do this, it was going to be brought down. Don't worry about it. It will be oh, brought yeah. down. He was bragging about it. And I'm thinking, what's the difference between what they did with uh, that and, a, and any other terrorist act? There is no difference. And, you know, what do we what do we stand to gain and what do we stand to lose? Well, uh, what was the purpose of taking down the Nord Stream? Well, I, I think that uh, uh, he was trying to send a signal. I don't know what the signal was. Um, what did we have to gain by taking it the down? The only thing that maybe he was trying to do was unify, uh, unify the other European countries, strengthen NATO by... Uh, he the first thing he said was that the Russians did it to themselves. Yeah, and they didn't. It's obvious now that they didn't. So we did it to them. What do we stand to lose in this? If you put yourself in Russia's shoes, I'm not saying you know they're good people or they're bad people. I'm saying put yourself in their shoes. Oh, they say that uh, when the uh, Ukrainian war start started that they weren't terribly enthusiastic in I'm talking about domestically in Russia they weren't terribly enthusiastic about being involved in in the war but mm -hmm. what we're doing by doing things like this is we're solidifying their internal support meaning the people in in Russia are becoming more 
vested. Vested, yeah, in the war. All of a sudden, they, they, they see an enemy. Oh, the United States blew up our pipeline. Oh, the United States is sending tanks to the Ukraine. Oh, the United States. Planes. And all of a sudden, good people in Russia who were just minding their own business going day to day, who weren't vested, in, like you said, in the war, are vested now. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so and we're the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. Hope you got a black hat to wear because we're the bad guys and uh, we're doing all of this stuff. And that is not the last time I checked what America was, you know, supposed to be about. And here we are doing these evil things. So and it doesn't it doesn't stop there, though. We, we have so much uh, misinformation being thrown at us. I mean. Uh, we were told when the war in the Ukraine started that we weren't going to get terribly involved. If you remember, we weren't right. going to send tanks. We weren't going to have any advisors over there. We weren't going to get that involved. We were going to give them money. And we gave them lots and lots of money. And But mission creep snuck in there. And all of a sudden, we talked about getting them better weapons and better missiles. And all of a sudden, well, maybe we'll do tanks. And then we said tanks. Now, they just asked them, uh, Zelensky asked us for, I guess it's F-16s. And Biden said, no, no F-16s, which means probably in about four months, we'll be talking about giving them F-16s. Because that's how he did it with the tanks. I think it's going to be sooner. I think we're already looking at giving them the F-16s. See, and pe- people don't realize that with every F-16, you've got to send people to service them. And I don't know how these pilots are going to step from one old Soviet airplane into an F-16 and just take off and go to work. I mean, they have to be trained, I would, yeah. I would imagine, because they're yeah. a different, it's a different platform. Yeah, and those planes, the you know, there there's a big unit that starts up that plane. Each plane comes with its own generator that yeah. you know sits there and cranks it up. We've got to supply the fuel for it. We got to supply the ammunition for it. Me- uh, we're going to have to supply the training for it. The mechanics. I mean, yeah. it doesn't take like a week to figure out. It takes months of training on how to how to service an F-16. Oh well, these guys, you know, the Ukrainians. They're smart. They can learn everything right away. That's what's been happening. Don't believe that we're training them. Yeah, we are. We'll be training them. We'll we'll have our people on the ground there. Yeah. We'll have our guys. be on the ground if they're not already advisors. We'll be there telling them how to do what what they need to do to fight this war. And you know sooner or later tactical nukes are going to apply. They got to. This is scary stuff because you know that doesn't stop at just little tactical nukes. It's it's that'll escalate too. First there'll be little ones that blow up a, a ten mile radius in the Ukraine. Then it'll they'll expand it. You know when it when the little ones don't work, they'll throw a bigger one. And when the bigger one doesn't work, they'll throw an even bigger one. And don't think for one second that we'll be immune in the United States. You know we've been a very lucky country. We haven't had a lot of international world wars fought on our soil, but it doesn't mean that it can happen. It can happen. Well, the border's been open for a while now. Of course, they were bragging here. They go, oh, you know, uh, the the people coming across the border at the lowest uh, since his presidency, down to 130,000 a month. Unbelievable. 
you know, that that's something to brag about. Uh, there was nobody coming across during the Trump years, but okay, so you got that going on. But that means that we could have cells already here in the United States that are ready to attack with, within. They stopped uh, a, a truckload of, I guess it was, Chinese illegals trying to come across mm-hmm. the border. Young men, young men, like a military age, coming across the border. Also, they have stopped Russians coming across our southern border. Where are they coming from? How are they getting there? Well, that's a good question. Now, the uh, U.S. government has also issued a travel advisory to Mexico and down in South America. You see, apparently now with uh, college kids wanting to go down there and, you know, party and have a good time, uh, there are groups down there that will uh, to uh, kidnap and uh, capture them. So, Amazing. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we're, we're, we're being isolated right here, and, and we're I guess we're we're going to self-isolate. I was reading a story last night about the new strain of COVID, uh, the virus. Now, I'm a non-vaxxer. I, I, I haven't had COVID. And they're saying, I am the biggest candidate now to get the new, va- uh, the new uh, virus? strain. Yeah, because even if I got vaxxed, it will not prevent you from getting it. So if you've been vaxxed, you can still get the new one, which has the respiratory, the nausea, the headache and stuff. Might not have the kill ratio, but it has a highly infectious ratio uh, that lasts, you know, five to fifteen days. That you can get it, and yeah, I can still kill you. And ever get the impression saying, is somebody, some group is out there trying to to do some terrible th- stuff to us as a uh, as a whole. I mean, as a as a country, we're right. being. It's like we're the frog in the boiling water. You know when you put a, f- a frog in the boiling water, they say, and you turn the heat up slowly, it doesn't know it's being boiled. He doesn't boiled. know. And, and I feel that that's where we are right now as a country. We have our southern border, which has disintegrated, and mm-hmm. they aren't doing a blessed thing. Now, who's to say that uh, China or Russia hasn't sent whole units of soldiers into our country to come across as illegals and then to form up in one of several of our cities and then strike when they get the order. I mean, isn't that a, is that a possibility? Sure it is. So who are these people that Biden is letting in? We worry about the drug stuff coming across, and that's terrible too. Um, but I, I think that, uh, there's something major going on. I mean, we talked about the derailment a little while ago, right? What I forgot to mention was there were two more yesterday. Uh, I think they both were in Texas, uh, two, two more major train derailments. And how is this happening? Is the rail system in that much need of repair? I haven't got a clue. They're saying one, one was a truck. Uh, that actually uh, was hit by a train and caused the derailment. The truck driver was killed. Um, but as for the other one, I don't know how the other one happened. So, it just seems odd that, uh, you know, that that's like three airliners uh, being fly, three planes crashing in one day. Now that I said that, it's going to happen. But, uh, you know, the, the odds of probability yeah. are are 
you know, are, are just astronomical here. And all of a sudden, but we're doing it. We're defying the odds of all these disaster after disaster after disaster. And you got to wonder what's going on. And they all just happen to have bad chemicals in them, too. You, you know, know kind of like the, uh, the, 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 the food supply warehouses. What were the odds that you'd have over 100 of them just go down in flames? Have you noticed also the, the uh, getting back to the Ukraine war thing that it's like uh, in Washington, even the people who are conservative kind of kind of support the war, kind of support the Ukraine war, too. And I I don't know why that is. I don't know why it is we are even involved with this war, why we have so much money and so many, you know, so much of our resources vested in this war. Why? What are we well, going to get out of it as a country? Anything? Well, well, uh, it's it's the people that own the uh, the the manufacturers of the war machine because they need to make more money, and the only way they can make more money or 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 sell new hardware is for us to uh, go out and start breaking things and blowing things up and have those get broken and blown up. Do you remember how hard it was for President Trump to get the funding for the border wall? That yes, the sure. Democrats wouldn't give him. I forgot he wanted was it fifteen billion dollars or something like that to build the wall, and they raised hell. The Democrats were all over his case. You can't have the money. It's a waste of money. It's it sends the wrong signal. He wouldn't. He finally ended up getting the money through some back doorway. Uh, it was he bypassed Congress because Congress wouldn't fund it. I think he yeah. used he used funds that were allocated to uh, equipment in the defense, you know, of our country. But um, and he didn't finish the wall as it is. He still he built a lot of it, but there's still a bunch of it that hasn't been. We we left the remain the remnants of, of the wall, the 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 parts of the wall that weren't used. We left them to rust, you yeah. know, in, in in stacks. They didn't even take the time to finish what they had. And uh, we're being told now that it's okay to send the Ukraine $100 billion. No big deal. They're throwing money at the Ukraine like like it was our border. Yeah, where's this money coming from? It's yours and my money. But yet they throw it out there. And, if we uh, took the money we gave the Ukraine and put it into our border... We could have built a wall. We could have built uh, community centers in Texas and Arizona. Uh, we could have built so many things that would have been of value. We could have helped the homeless in Houston and Dallas and Los Angeles. And all these communities could have helped because with that money, that billions and billions of dollars that we're throwing at this bloody war that doesn't mean a damn thing to the United States. I mean, I'm I'm gonna just I'm not trying to be uh, uh, difficult here, but a lot of people are going along because it's like a trendy thing. You saw it at the State of the Union; they had their little lapel pins with the American oh, yeah. flag and the Ukrainian flag side by side, and I, I'm thinking, why? They they said I heard a I heard a a senator say uh, something about. Uh, the Ukrainian war, of course, well, we would do this, but the ultimate decision would have to be made by the Ukrainians because, after all, it's their war. And I'm thinking, well, wait a second. If it's their war, why are we but putting they pay so for it? Let them pay for the damn thing. You know? 
Um, the money that we're spending, we could, well, we could shore up the border wall. We could take care of our homeless. We could take care of our vets. We could take care of our seniors. We could probably knock out the national debt. We could take care of our infrastructure if we would say, oh, but Bill, you're talking about being an isolationist. Yeah, yeah. I am. Hey, let's, let's, let's take care of our own first. You know, we'll never be an isolationist country because we can't be. It's just not in our nature. But we're, we're a stupid country right now, okay? We're dumb. We, what we're doing right now is, what is it, self-emulation where we're lighting ourselves on fire? We're burning mm. ourselves up because we, we are allowing our, our infrastructure to be destroyed, and we're doing nothing about it. I mean, when I say for, that poor guy that we talked about last week, Mr. Kelly, he has a, right. a property on the border in Arizona, and uh, he was, from the story that I heard yesterday, several illegals came with weapons onto his property. He called, yeah. he called the police to come and help him. They didn't get there in time. He, shots were fired. He returned fire, but he didn't shoot, he said, at the people. He shot, shot above their heads, yet one of them was found dead, and, and they arrested him for the death, okay? It ne they didn't yeah. question whether that the person may have been killed by an, another one of the intruders. It may have, you know, may have been the case. They, they arrested him, and they called it premeditated murder. It's his property that was invaded. He has a, an elderly wife who, he, who needs his support, and uh, they call it premeditated murder. We are living in screwed-up times, folks. I'm talking these are seriously messed-up times. Yeah, you, uh, there was a school I was reading about. You probably know it, uh, where the kids did a massive walkout of the school. The students, a high school. Yeah. And the reason is, is that the, uh, the the school board of directors decided, well, because of how people, you know, announce their pronouns and they self-identify, uh, they they decided to, in the men's room, you know, they haven't taken them out yet, but the urinals, yeah, they, they, they closed them off and, you know, sealed them with the, the trash bags and whatnot. And now they're making it to where, you know. Men if, can't if use you, the urinal in the men's room? Is that what you're saying? They they cut the number down, so like if they had ten urinals and right. they got two now because now it is a bathroom that is transgender friendly, just like the female. So you uh, can walk into a restroom now in this school, and there school. may be a girl in the same restroom, I right? Mean, physically, and, and the students are protesting, saying, "Wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa!" You know, it was cool to say that you you know you self-identify as this or that, but all of a sudden. Now the women aren't feeling so safe, and the guys aren't liking it either. It's like, I don't want anybody staring at my junk, you know, or whatever. And, and I agree with the kids. Yeah. You know, this is stupid. But obviously, this board of directors said, no, 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 no. We're going to be transgender friendly here and pronoun friendly. And that's what they're doing. But is it intentional? Are they doing this to completely... Uh, destroy the fabric of our country. You know, we have been uh, an honorable uh, country. We've been a pretty, you kind of knew what the United States stood for for a long time. I mean, Not we, anymore. We were the country that uh, we came and helped the Europeans during World War One and World War Two. We were a reliable friend, a, a strong ally, and right. we, we stood for God, country, and apple pie, right? 
Now, these leftists are turning everything around. They're turning it upside down. We're throwing out everything that we've stood for. I mean, to think that little kids can go to a library and see drag queens, Mm -hmm. guys, guys, usually overweight guys who are stuffed into uh, skimpy outfits and prancing around with wigs on and trying to pretend that they're something they're not. And, and we, we have to accept this as being a normal thing. Yeah. I, I don't see how that can, how, how can we survive as a country if we continue down this road? Well, we're continuing down the road. We're tearing about, uh, we're tearing apart the very moral fabric of the country. And there's a reason for it. You know, you talked about uh, 2024 where we're going to be attacked by aliens and we're going to have to have a new world order. We didn't mention that on the air yet, but I think we should. Did I mention that on the air yet? I I don't remember. We talked 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 before we do the show. That's right. (laughs) So I I could be jumping ahead of the the thing here, you know. We're not scripted, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is, uh, what do they say, stream of consciousness uh, programming. But um, you have a conscience? Well, something, sometimes. But um, there's a theory out there, and it's being proposed by some scientists and some people in the know, that in 2024, the, quote, government is going to fake an invasion on the, uh, on the, of, the, of the world, I guess, by mm-hmm. aliens, and it's going to pre- force us into a one-world-type government where we all have to kind of act together to save ourselves from the enemy from above. And as preposterous as that may sound, they the guy said, you cannot imagine the gadgets we have already developed that right. the people don't know about. Things like uh, holographic images that can be uh, that can be sent up into the sky and, and they look real. They can yeah. project images. And I'm just telling you what, but this person who supposedly is in government or was in government uh, was was saying, and you, you think to yourself, friends, that's ridiculous. But then if you look back to 1960 and, and think about some of the spacecraft that were being reported flying over the, the skies in the southwest, come to find out they were the, were the SR-51, the, uh, the 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 fastest plane in the world. People right. didn't know what that was. They thought it was a spacecraft, and the government didn't say it wasn't. You know. Well, remember the stealth bombers when they were absolutely uh, testing those out in uh, Arizona. As a matter of fact, Dean Martin's son was a pilot that actually was killed in a crash. Uh, flying was he one, flying one of those? He flew in, into a mountain, I believe. In in the yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he smacked into a mountain, but. Uh, that was where they would fly them, and before anybody knew what they were, they, you know, because they were just kind of ominous and black, yeah. and they just, you know, they snuck up on you. There and were a lot of things. That plane wasn't that fast, but tr- you know. try getting into Area Fifty One. Try, try, try taking your car out to Area Area Fifty One and try to get on the property and see what happens. And and by the way, where the gates are, you're like twenty five or thirty miles away from where the center is. I mean, you've got a long way to go to get to where they're working on the equipment. And and, oh, yeah. and they, I've been told that that is the 
that is the most open of the secret areas, that there are many other secret areas in our country that we don't even know about. That, that, yeah, they that have I, ammonia sensors there that will they can smell you. <laughs> so you think you're sneaking in, and they have... Uh, they have a vibration. Shoot to kill rights there. Oh, the signs say it. You, 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 the signs say shoot to kill. You know, you can be shot if you step across into their area. Yeah. And, and there will be no questions asked, and people will go, what happened to Bill? You know, Bill who? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You'll be erased. Yes. You know, and uh, <laughs> you've never existed before. You know, you know? Uh, uh, former NASA astronaut, U.S. Navy Captain Scott Kelly, he's the brother of uh, Mark Kelly, I believe, who's, I guess, the senator of, uh, of Arizona. He is... Uh, he leans very hard to the left. Let's let's say let's mm-hmm. leave it at that. Uh, he took to Twitter to plead with Elon Musk to help prevent the genocidal invasion of the Ukraine. He was talking about uh, the that Russian invasion that's imminent at any time, and right. uh, he he said uh, uh, he said uh, Kelly wants Elon Musk to allow his. Starlink satellites to ramp up functionality and assist the Biden regime and NATO in their war on Russia. Elon did not mince words uh, in his response, telling Kelly to quit swallowing the lies from the media and other propaganda BS. Yeah. Uh, He said, uh, he said, you're smart enough not to swallow media and other propaganda BS. Starlink is the communication backbone of the Ukraine, especially at the front lines where almost all of uh, all other internet connectivity has been destroyed. But, and this is the key line he wrote here, but we will not enable escalation of conflict that may lead to World War III, which means at some point Elon Musk may say, if you're going to start talking about nuclear bombs and and ramping up this war, we're going to pull our communication satellites and you're going to be stuck. You're going to be stuck with walkie-talkies, you know. Uh, Right now, they can communicate with the world because of Starlink, which are satellites which are placed in strategic locations above uh, the Ukraine, which bounce the Internet back and forth off, you know, uh, off the, the Ukraine area, the battlefield area. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of different countries use Starlink, you know, because he put it up there that anybody could use it. And it's used for good and it's used for bad, nefarious things, too. Right. And I think he's getting a little upset about that. He is uh, not going to be made a fool of. Uh, At least that's my opinion. Another thing, you know, we had this this illegitimate president from Brazil, uh, uh, Lula da Silva. He was the guy who was in prison in 2017, mm-hmm. and now they made him the president the same way they uh, had the elections in the United States, you know, with the computers and stuff like that. Uh, and <clears throat> he was he was in the United States last week with Biden. They had a very right. uh, they had a very uh, close uh, conference. Uh, they didn't not a lot was released. There wasn't a lot of uh, fanfare. He came by. He had his meetings with uh, Biden, and then he took off. Uh, now he says that uh, only vaccinated families right. could receive government benefits. And yeah. that that included all of their children. 
Now, yeah. tell me this isn't a, a testing ground for what they want to do here. Oh, it is a testing ground. I saw that this morning. I was going like, uh-huh. Yeah, that one's going to fly like a brick. Yeah. But, you know, it's, um, but they're going to pull it off. They're going to get away with it. And that's what uh, scares the hell out of me because there are so many balls in the air right now. And you can't help but, you know, get hit by a couple he, of those he, balls. He wants all of the people who have weapons in Brazil to re-register their weapons so they have a a better count of who has what where. Well, you know what they're going to do? They're going to come knocking on the door. I think Biden wants to do that here. He's, he's mumbling around and rearing his head about gun control and and everything of that nature. And uh, I don't know that he's going to be able to get them all here. Yeah. But he's going to work on it. That's what he wants to do. By the way, you know, uh, his State of the Union the other day, mm-hmm. uh, I guess uh, I'm trying not to sneeze right now. Well, that's a good thing uh, to do. The results are in, but <laughs> apparently not good for uh, Biden. 53% of America said, I don't care about this. Nobody really cares about it anymore, and they didn't watch it. Of uh, the people that did watch it, 42% said it was fair to mostly poor, yeah. and only 37% of that small number that did watch it said, oh, he did such a good job. <laughs> uh, but those numbers are terrible when you take, you know, you digest the, the, the whole reality of it. Uh, nobody. I heard is, Donna Brazil. Did you hear Donna Brazil yesterday talking about Biden? Like, oh, he was, he's the best thing since sliced bread. And oh, yeah. he really should be, uh, our candidate for the presidency in 2024. And I'm thinking, can she possibly really believe this, or is she just doing this for political purposes? I mean, is is this just her doing her political job, or does she really believe that? Because if she if she really believes that, then I, have, I would have to say that she's as dumb as a box of rocks. Well, who do the Democrats have to run? They have Gavin Newsom, who is a pretty boy, and he's as dumb as a box of rocks. All right, who else? Uh, they have uh, Carmela, who has a an annoying laugh, and uh, she's not terribly brilliant either. Uh, they have Michelle Obama, who is is taking on the mantle of being the entitled candidate. You know, she she's starting to look like uh, almost like Hillary did ten years ago. You know, yeah, and you don't think Hillary might want to find a way to stick her nose into it? Oh my God! You know, they don't have anybody. Uh, that's just the the simple fact. So you know, this UFO attack is starting to sound pretty plausible yeah. because <laughs> it actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> no, it doesn't our, sound no, good, but it, it sounds it, plausible it, it because our, what they're going to do is it gets our mind off of Hillary. <laughs> yeah, he gets her mind off of Hillary, Kamala, Joe, the, the uh, Michelle. None of them c- can do it. Um, and, but, you know, but we will have a supreme commander. It's probably going to be Barack, Michelle, or uh, Stacey Abrams. There you go. Oh, gosh. Um, so we have uh, some interesting stuff uh, to look forward to, I think, this week. Uh, we'll probably hear more about uh, uh, the derailment. That's got a that's got, people have got to pay attention to that situation in East Palestine because yeah. 
if if they just let it disappear and become a non-story, it's a lot of people. I think I think are going to die. Yeah, I think people. I, I be, think so. Yeah, and uh, will it be the the last time that something like that happens? Listen, if there's an effort to, uh, if they are allowed to do something like that and get away with it, what's to say they they don't do it again in some other place in the country? Maybe your neighborhood. Yeah, they will. I mean, it's crazy. You know who's uh, making uh, her presidential bid known today? Oh, gosh, who? Nikki Haley. Oh, Nikki. Yes. Yeah, she's running, you know. Didn't she say she would not run against Trump? Well, let's listen. Runs again in 2024. Will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run if President Trump ran. I would not run if President Trump runs. Now, all I can say to you is this. If she said she wouldn't run, you know, and then she decides she's going to run, is she a person who keeps her word? Absolutely not. The the two big contenders by the Republican Party for uh, the voting public, uh, that is, is Trump and DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. That That's the two people, and pretty much it's an uh, it's an even foot race there with those two, uh, and not, they got not, money. But Nikki apparently has a pretty big, uh, you know, purse of money too. Trump is Trump is still uh, leading by a substantial amount in the polls that I've seen. So yeah. uh, over DeSantis, I mean, if Trump may be at 30, 35, and DeSantis might be at like eighteen, he he's still far and away above the other right. people, the also rants. But, you know, the thing I don't know about DeSantis is, well, I don't know much about DeSantis. How's that? And I don't... Nobody really knows, you know. You you, you hear what the media says. Yeah. And why is the left media pushing DeSantis to be the the candidate for the Republicans? Why are they picking and choosing for us? And if you remember, he didn't support the wall. Right. Now, wait a second. If people go, what? Now, he didn't. From what I read, he didn't support the wall. If he didn't support the wall... Doesn't that put things uh, in a different light for you? I mean, is he really what he purports to be? Or is he somebody who's being put out there for us to be the alternate candidate? He's almost Trump, but more likable. He doesn't, he hasn't got the ego that Trump has. So he's the uncola. He's the uncola. Being packaged. Is he being packaged by the deep state to be the alternate? That's what I'm wondering. I mean, are, are they packaging everything up for us? And, you know, what Trump represented uh, when he ran was he was the non-candidate candidate. In other words, he didn't come from government. He didn't come from, he came from a business background. Didn't need the money. But he could have come from anywhere. Didn't need the money, Bill. Didn't need the money. And they hated that. So oh. that they sat there. And they stuck him in the back all the way. They're still sticking him in the back because they're afraid of this guy, and they're trying to figure out how they can legally take him out because, you know, unless they can find a way to get him alone, and then he just gets depressed all of a sudden. Yeah, right. He's there, and they don't know what to do, so that's... And now he's coming back again, and they don't want him to be president again. They just don't want it to happen. People but, people dismiss Trump like, well, he's he's yesterday's news. 
Uh, he was an interesting president. I think he was a great president, but he, they'll say yeah, he, he was. was an interesting president. And uh, But we want something different in 2020. No. If he's still running again, and he's going to help the country as, as much as he helped us in 2016, I mean, he, he did some amazing things while he was being Mercy, he, he was being attacked viciously by the uh, left all throughout his uh, presidency. Uh, I, I'd like to see him. I'd love to see him do four years without the attacks. What could he yeah. do for us then? You know. Yeah. A hey, question for you: How's your chicken feeling? Uh, <laughs> how's my chicken feeling? <laughs> uh, how do, I, you, you've heard uh, how, do I, how do I answer this? Um, yeah. Well, well I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, the U.S. is now testing uh, uh, avian flu shots uh, on, on poultry. So they're, you know, now, now oh, they're setting the bird, us up for another, another pandemic. Honest to God. Oh, yeah. No. You know they are. Yes. yes. That's, that's, this is a topic for another show. Maybe tomorrow. We should talk some more about this. But uh, they... They're getting a little uh, antsy. Uh, the COVID thing, people aren't uh, aren't swallowing it anymore. And they're not going hook, line, and sinker. They're not marching in, in unison to get vaccinated. So they got to do something else to scare the living daylights out of us. Well, yeah, and now we got UFOs and oh, by the way, yes. uh, the 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 Raptor jet, the 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 one, the balloon over Lake Huron. Yes, the first missile it fired missed. I know, and they can't find it. Wait a minute. <laughs> we have the most sophisticated, expensive jet, and it can't shoot down a shoot down a damn balloon. Not only that, but you would think that the, they can put a little cheap, like uh, GPS tracking device, on every one of their missiles, so that they kind of know where the damn thing landed. <laughs> I'm just saying. By the you know, well, the, you know, I, I you I, know, you can't find our missiles just like we can't find the Chinese balloons. Yeah, that's true. They're in the yeah. air. I said uh, the other day. That the the missiles cost between one hundred and fifty and two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I was wrong. Yesterday, oh, on, way up. Yesterday on Fox News, they're four hundred thousand dollars a shot. Four hundred thousand. So that first shot that he took that missed, <laughs> just wave some of your tax money goodbye because that cost four hundred thousand. Unbelievable. Hey, buddy, uh, that's it for today's show. A reminder: you can reach us at eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. 833-538-7868. Mail at itsanotherday.com or mail at crnamerica.com. Every which way but loose, you can get a hold of us, so please do. We'd love to hear from you. You know, next time they'll get a pilot who has, you know, he, he opens his eyes when he pulls the trigger. I mean, they missed. <laughs> How do you miss a balloon? Think about it for a second. Their job is to shoot people in other planes that are doing like 400 miles an hour, and, and, the, and they... They supposedly can hit them. Yeah. And then in the air is a stationary little balloon hanging, not going anywhere for the most part, and they can't hit it. Yeah. Balloons you... piloted by turtles, and we miss them. <laughs> have, have a very good day, buddy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See you, buddy. The Voice of Freedom. CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. 
We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com, and this is what she said. From Acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know, seems like a lot, seems like a lot to us too, but it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day, and tell your friends about It's Another Day. Com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>